Hello, and welcome to the Convos with Kayla podcast. On this podcast, I will be sharing what God has been teaching me lately while also featuring guests on the show. This is a relaxed place to feel like you're having a cup of coffee or tea and talking about Christian lifestyle with vulnerability, challenging ourselves on our beliefs and actions as believers of Jesus, growing deeper in scripture, sharing testimonies of God's faithfulness, and exploring how we can grow deeper in love with our King while living for His glory. Make sure to subscribe, share with your friends, and enjoy the episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the podcast. Today, I have a new Instagram friend. Actually, it's kind of a fun story, but um, I have followed this friend on Instagram since 2017. Now that I'm thinking back on that, that's a long time. I wasn't thinking about that earlier, Um, but it's just super awesome to just see where God has taken this new friend of mine um, from 2017 to this place now. I'm going to let her talk about herself, but um, today's conversation is all going to be about health and how to uh, take care of our bodies for the Lord and um, yeah, just be living for his name. So I would like to introduce you all to my friend, Gabby. Welcome. (laughs) Thank you so much. That was such a sweet introduction. Um, It's been so sweet. Thank you for following along for such a long time. It has been quite a lot of changes from from 2017 till now. My name is Gab. I am a wife, a mother, um, a certified holistic nutritionist. I run Inspiring Honey on Instagram. Um, And yeah, that's just a short little snippet about me. You have an amazing story um, and just, yeah, live an amazing lifestyle for God and you have a lot going on. So I would love for you to tell us about yourself. So I guess a quick little, I'll try to say it as quick as possible, but sometimes it can be a bit, a little bit wordy. Um, my story started back in 2008 when I was 10 years old. I was diagnosed with a form of blood cancer that was also on my liver. So it was super rare. And for two and a half years, I went through really harsh chemotherapy treatments. Well, during that time, God started to really grab a hold of my heart and plant a lot of seeds of faith um, and start really giving me a passion for him. From that point, he started opening tons of doors for me to be public speaking, uh, for me to start a charity program with my sister where we brought celebrities to meet kids in the hospital, and then eventually to open my first business, which grew exponentially um, and got sold in stores like Whole Foods um, and different big box stores and smaller stores in every state across the U.S. Um, From that, we got tons of exposure in magazines and TV shows, um, all different kinds of press. So I was really in the spotlight from freshman year on. God had really, well, probably from, honestly, from the time I was 10 on because I was getting interviewed public speaking. And then from freshman year on, it really took off with the business. Uh, From that point, I was super focused on work, super focused on writing and public speaking. I was writing for a global publication called the Huffington Post. I was building this business. Um, And right before I graduated high school, my senior year, God really grabbed a hold of my heart and called me into ministry. And I started inspiring honey and just started sharing everything that God was putting on my heart, just to hope to inspire other women um, to grow in their faith. And I started a podcast, started writing blogs and really grew a community pretty fast. Um, From that point, I got pregnant 
with my then boyfriend, now husband, before I was married, we, um, I got pregnant, I got baptized, we got married, uh, we had our son two months after our wedding date, and then we bought a house this past summer and had our second baby, we were happily married, I finished up school in um, December, and I'm officially a nutritionist, uh, and yeah, that's a little bit about me, mm. I could there's a lot of things I left out, but that's just the quick overview. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love that. And, you know, I, like I said, I've been following you since 2017. And um, I remember when you announced your first pregnancy and I was like, so stoked for you. Just someone, you know, on social media, <laughs> but um, I know it, it probably was hard. I don't know. I, I didn't put this in our questions, but like, was it hard kind of telling the world, I guess that like, you know, you guys were pregnant and expecting and you weren't quite married. Like I was wondering how was all that going on? Was it hard or? Yes, it was really, really hard. Um, it was a very trying season for a lot of different reasons. So I was pretty strong in my faith when Ethan and I started dating and we obviously fell into temptation. It is so hard when you're dating to stay pure if you don't have people holding you accountable. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's been part of my mission now is to be able to help girls in that and to kind of make my space open. If anybody has questions or needs to talk about it, like I love to have that safe space for women. And I think that, well, I know that over the years since I announced that pregnancy, so many girls, hundreds of girls have DM me in the same situation or similar situations. But to answer your question, yeah, it was really hard. It was um, probably the hardest season of my life going through that transition. Um, There was a lot of family issues. There was a lot of um, friends who wouldn't talk to us. It was a very trying time. Yeah. Wow. That's so hard. And like, you know, you shared in your testimony how earlier years, much earlier years you were struggling or that you were battling the whole cancer journey. And um, then you had this in your, you know, part of your story. And so, girl, you've been through a lot, that's for (laughs) sure. But (laughs) it's just so cool to see how you are being a light on Instagram. And um, I'm sure you get many voices speaking their opinion. We were kind of talking that um, beforehand. But you know, just seeing how you have pushed through each obstacle and how you are pushing others as well closer to the father's heart. It's just, it's so inspiring and I love it. It's, it's inspiring, honey, you know? <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Yes, yes. None of that is because of me. It's all because of Jesus and because yeah. and of what God is able to do in us and none of anything that I've been able to do with work or with Instagram or anything is me. It's all because of God. Mm. Amen to that. That's for sure. Yeah. Oh, I love that. And, you know, he definitely takes each part of our stories, whether they're easy or whether they're hard to form this beautiful story for the kingdom. And so it's just so fun to watch different stories here and there. I love it. (laughs) He really does. I always say he takes our broken and makes it beautiful. Amen. Yes. I love that. Oh, so good. Well, um, so you've already shared, you know, a little bit about your health journey and um, what you went through several years ago, but then also how God has brought you to this place of um, becoming a coach or, you know, um, certified technically and um, yeah, being able to help people with that. But my next question for you is what was the hardest part of your health journey? And maybe still is hard today, but like, what was that obstacle that you had to hop over in that journey of yours? Mm, okay. Well, 
cancer was obviously really, really hard. Yeah. Um, so I was diagnosed with cancer when I was 10. And at the point I was diagnosed, 98% of my bone marrow was filled with leukemia cells. And I also had lesions on my liver. So I was really sick. Um, I was in the hospital for many, many days. I endured a lot of treatments, spinal taps, bone marrow, surgeries, chemos, you name it. Um, so I think the hardest part was probably, I think it was probably realizing like one, it was witnessing my friends pass away beside me. And two, it was watching my friends from school go on with normal life and me being stuck in this kind of twilight zone. Yeah. Wow. I can't imagine. Like, that's got to be really, really hard for sure. Wow. It definitely was. It was, um, it was really hard, but God was so gracious. I mean, physically, mm-hmm. my body was so weak. My, at one point I was 10 years old and I was 36 pounds. Like I could not walk, wow. but I could not do anything. And, um, my parents actually had to, the doctors told them to prepare to say goodbye to me multiple times. Mm-hmm. Um, but God has just been so gracious. When I was sick, he gave my mom the Bible verse, Luke eight fifty, just believe and she'll be healed in the middle of the night. And she woke up and opened to it. And that's what it said. And ever since that day, my parents had prayed that over me and God has been so faithful. I am healed. I am healthy. My, I could not be in better health. Wow. I mean, I am just so blessed. Wow. And that is the amazing power and strength of our great God. Like, you know, I hear stories like this and I'm like, man, God, like only you could do that. You know, it's not doctors. It's not medicine. Like, of course he uses as tools to help us get better, you know, like the holistic lifestyle as well. But, you know, these aren't the the saving power. Like it really is the Lord. And so um, it's just so cool to like see this in your life. I love that. It's so good. Mm. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, it's so good. And, you know, I really appreciate you sharing your testimony. Like, I know you have shared probably with tons of people. um, And as you shared, you know, in the beginning, how many outlets you've been a part of and um, just shared your story. But um, I appreciate you, you know, sharing it with here on the podcast. It's super awesome. So, um, yeah. So what would you suggest for people since you are so involved in the health world, as I like to call it, um, (laughs) what are some little steps you would encourage people to incorporate into healthy living? Like, you know, what are those first little steps that we can take, but also in a God honoring way? (laughs) Oh, I love that. Okay. So one thing I I do is I do nutrition and non-toxic coaching for all of well, all of my clients and all of my clients, I really encourage them. My clients, I, I force them. <laughs> but um, for for anybody listening, one of my top tips is to look at all your products. Look at your cleaning products, look at your beauty products, look at the ingredients in it and see what swaps you can make for healthier options. Um, everything we use affects us on a deep level. Um, it gets absorbed into our bloodstream and then affects us cellularly. So if we're able to swap out our beauty care and our cleaning products, that is amazing. Um, also too, with foods, if we're able to eat whole foods and eat less processed, refined foods, we're going to be way better off. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. You know, um, I have a few friends who 
are on this health journey and, you know, they're constantly telling me like, Kayla, you could switch this out or you could try this or, you know, go to Sprouts or Vitamin Cottage or whatever. And um, it, it definitely takes a lot of effort, I will say, to uh, to take those things out of your lifestyle, but it is definitely worth it in the end. Um, just because our bodies are a temple to the Lord and we do want to mm-hmm. honor him with that. And so, um, yeah, those are, those are great steps. I like those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I think, um, too, I mean, being a cancer survivor, I know firsthand what an impact it has. I've been able to really just, um, really just improve my health so much. And I'm so healthy now. And I really attribute that to God and to holistic health. And once you start doing that once you start approaching it from a holistic aspect and perspective, it just becomes second nature. And it doesn't become something that's inconvenient or stressful to switch out. It just becomes what you're used to. Um, and it becomes normal to you. So it doesn't take extra effort. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. So cool. Yeah. You know, that's, oh, that's so right. I love that. (laughs) Like (laughs) you definitely want to take care of yourself. Like it definitely is not an extra effort. Hmm. Listen to that, everyone. That was good wisdom right there. (laughs) Oh, so good. Um, Okay, so I was thinking about this, and I was thinking about some groups that I've been a part of, or like some friends that I still have, and um, or even people I follow on Instagram. It could be anyone. And I realized, like, you know, we all have this desire to be healthy, to take care of ourselves, but with that, with that desire of wanting our healthy bodies and, you know, wanting to take care of ourselves, where does it, or I should say, when does it cross that line? Because Mm -hmm. a lot of the times we can be having this good desire, but it can cross a line. So what would you say, like, is that point that crosses the line? I would say that if it becomes an idol, Mm -hmm. um, we don't want anything in our lives that is going to pull us away from the Lord. Um, God is so good and we don't want anything that's ever going to distract us from him. Uh, so he has given us tools on this earth. He's given us herbs. He's given us essential oils. He's given us foods that really do heal our bodies. Uh, but we have to look at everything and one, give thanks to him and two, know who we belong to. And I think it goes back to properly rooting our identity and humbling ourselves every day. Mm. Wow. I love that answer. Cause you know, there are always idols in our lives. It could be your phone. It could be, you know, wanting to have a healthy lifestyle. It could be, um, going to the gym all the time, you know, like it literally could be anything. And so, um, yeah, just like you said, realizing if it's crossed that line of becoming an idol, cause we want God to be the only one that we're focusing on. And, um, obviously he gives us these desires, but don't want it to become an idol. That's so good. Thank you. Yeah, definitely not. We definitely just want to keep him our priority, which we all know, but um, we all fall short of that sometimes. And we just need to, one thing I've learned to do is every single day in my prayer journal and in my prayers is to just submit myself to the Lord and ask him to fill me with the spirit. Mm. Ooh, that's good. Okay. So I didn't give you this question, but it goes along kind of what you just said. Um, (laughs) I have my own answer, but I'm curious to what you would say. So how do you suggest to people how they could submit their self to the Lord? Mm, I think it it honestly starts with a heart change. Um, 
there's a book that we recently got. It's called Shepherding a, a Child's Heart. It's by Ted Tripp. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it specifically talks about um, and provides many verses talking about how everything we do flows out of our heart or flows from our heart. And everything that we say is going to be an overpouring of our heart. So the posture of our heart is going to be, honestly, the truth teller. So if we are praying and asking God to allow us to be submissive and we change the posture of our heart to be humble, then we're going to be able to submit to him. And if we try to submit to him in our own power, it's going to be vain and it's going to fall short and we're going to fall victim to our flesh because we want to, we don't want to submit. We want to be in control. So my advice and what I know for myself to be true is to be asking and praying that my heart is submissive and to be in the word and to get friends around me and my husband who can call me out and tell me when I'm not being submissive and encourage me in prayer and reading the Bible. Wow. Girl, hit it out of the ballpark. That was amazing. <laughs> wow. I'm going to have to like go back to that part and listen to that. I love that. Like. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I do this on the podcast. Like, people will say a big truth bomb, and then I repeat it because I'm like, that was so good, and then I'm trying to think about it, but people don't need to hear it again because I just heard it, but man, that was, that's really good. I love that. And, you know, you hit on a piece, too, is like having people keep you accountable, and I think you could have that even here in the health world, I'm sure, um, of just like having people tell you like, hey, you know, you're not you're not submitting to God in this area or, Hey, you are having this as an idol or, you know, you seem like you're kind of off this week. Have you been taking care of yourself or, you know, so we can always have those people um, helping us keep accountable. So that's good. Definitely. I couldn't agree more. I think with (laughs) everything in our life that we care about, we got to have that accountability. And I know that I have a really amazing group of friends that I always prayed for. And if it wasn't for them, in a lot of areas, I know that I wouldn't be able to be as accountable and see growth. Uh, so anybody listening that doesn't have an amazing group of godly people to hold them accountable, I really want to encourage you to get to the church and pray and allow God to put those people in your life. Mm. Amen to that. And, you know, um, in this season, so it's season two right now, um, I just had, so when am I uploading this? Okay. Anyway, it was a few episodes ago that I uploaded two episodes talking about pornography and um, my struggle with it in the past and just how the Lord has delivered me from that and um, people that he's brought into my life that have helped me keep accountable with that. And so, um, yeah, you're so right. Like it's in all seasons of life, but it really does start with praying for those people. Cause you know, if, if you're trying to seek in places and not leaning upon the Lord, like, that door is probably not going to be open. So you definitely have to be praying for those people. So definitely. That's so funny. I actually have an episode coming out on my podcast just about that too. I never personally struggled with it, um, but I know a lot of people who have. And I interviewed a woman who is very open about it and writes tons and tons of books about it. Um, So I'm very excited for that one to come out too. I think it's cool that you brought it out because a lot of women struggle with it and it's not something people talk about. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what I shared on the podcast too is like, um, it really does start in the place of the heart, because if you're not watching pornography, you really are going to turn to something else. And like, speaking of things becoming idols, like, you know, like I said, you're not turning to pornography. Okay. You're going to turn to your phone. You're going to turn to your boyfriend. You're going to turn, you know, to all these things. So, um, but I also talked about like 
just how it's not just a man's struggle, which so much of our world has talked about. So um, yeah, it's an interesting conversation for us to have. And I'm excited to listen to yours. I think that would be great. Super yeah, cool. I'm excited to listen to yours too. We'll have to, <laughs> we'll both have to like call each other and talk there about it. There you go. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We kind of switched lines here on the podcast, <laughs> but <laughs> you know, it's all good. That's part of the conversation I want to have with people. I want it to be relaxed and fun. So super good. Well, uh, to get back on track then, um, you know, we hear all the time that our bodies are a temple to the Lord. I've already talked about it. So how would you suggest for people to take care of their body as it is a temple unto the Lord? Mm, I think that it starts with understanding that you were bought at a price. I think it starts with, again, the posture of your heart. Are you going to treat your body like a garbage disposal and fill it with things that you know, one, make you feel horrible, and two, are you know are horrible for your health? Um, the food we eat, the products we use affect us, even to our brain. Uh, different foods cause inflammation in our brain and aluminum and different reactions in our brain that will cause different impacts on our mood. Um, anxiety, depression, everything can be linked to inflammation of the brain and gut health. So with that being said, how to treat our body like a temple starts with making choices mm -hmm. to honor God through the choices we make with our bodies. It goes into modesty. It goes into worship. It goes into the food we eat. And it also goes into the products we use. It goes into the words we speak. I can go on and on. We could talk about this forever, but everything that has to do with our body, everything that has to do with us as individuals to treat our bodies like a temple before we make choices, we have to be asking, does this honor God and, and respect the temple he's given me or does it destroy it? Mm. Yeah. It all starts right there. Asking that question. That's good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so I, I've noticed too, like with taking care of our bodies and with asking that question of like, okay, is this honoring to the Lord or is it distracting people or distracting myself or, you know, whatever away from him. So a lot of pride can be involved in this area of, you know, thinking about taking care of your body, which then can turn to, Oh, you know, I I'm looking good now or, you know, whatever. Um, or it could lead to a lot of insecurities of, Oh, I'm not, as good as that person in the gym or, oh man, my food choices aren't as good as that person over here. Or man, that person's body looks so much better than mine. You know, we have all these insecurities. So how would you suggest for people to, you know, not be consumed by the pride or the insecurities? Oh man, that's going to go back to the heart thing again. I really, really just encourage you to root yourself in truth, to root yourself in God's word every single day. I know that some days we're going to miss reading the Bible and we have to give ourselves grace, but every day we will find opportunity to read the word if we are making it a priority. Um, so to combat that, the only way you're going to be able to do that is by being in God's truth, by being in prayer, by being submissive to him. If you are not doing those things, if you're not seeking the heart of the Lord, you're going to, 
you're going to fall into pride. You're going to stumble. We stumble even when we're following God as much as we possibly can. But when you're not putting on the armor of God, when you're not soaking in his word, when you're not listening to sound preaching, and when I say sound preaching, I mean preaching from the Bible, mm-hmm. you're going to fall flat and you're not, you're going to be indulging in pride and self-love and self-obsession when you make it about you and, and not about Jesus. It's going to you're just going to be, and that's as simple as it's simple as I can say, as harsh as it sounds. Yeah. If you're indulging in yourself and not submitting to God, you're going to be stuck in pride and self-obsession. Just you saying that just is such a good reminder that yes, we can take care of our bodies and, you know, we can be living these lifestyles that are glorifying to God, but not in a way that is so self-focused and so self-consumed. So I'm really glad that you brought that up because I don't feel like enough Christian people are talking about the subject really. Well, to be honest with you, we aren't good. And this, the topic of self-love is really contradicts the Bible. Yeah. Um, we are able to love Jesus but the Bible tells us that we are deceitful, that we are sinful. The only good thing about us is what God has done in us um, and, and renewed within us. So I think that whenever we indulge in self-love, now I want to note this by saying, like, I'm not against taking time to run and, and soak in the tub and do things that relax you and, and, and make you happy. Um, but I just want to caution everybody to not indulge in self-love in a pursuit of happiness over holiness because happiness is empty and fleeting, but holiness is everlasting and will lead you to joy that is eternal. Yeah. Amen. And like I said, like, I don't feel like enough people are talking about this. Um, within the church specifically, like there are people preaching that, oh, you just got to love yourself, you know, like the world says. And Jesus says, we're not to be of this world. We are to be different. And I think with that, realizing that, yeah, we're not good enough. We're not. And why should I be so focused on loving myself, like to the point where our world has taken it when I've been bought with price? Like I'm not my own. I belong to God. And so Um, yeah, this is just such an important matter that people need to be thinking about and processing, praying about, and like you said, like pursue holiness and, um, yeah. How did you phrase it? The holiness or, uh, always pursue holiness over happiness and touching on the point too, that you said, like preaching about ourselves and loving ourselves. That's like a clear sign that that's prosperity gospel. If it's anything that's talking about loving ourselves or focusing focusing on ourselves, that's prosperity. And that's something we need to run from because it's false doctrine. Right. Yes. The Bible is really clear. There's a verse that says that in the end times, we'll just listen to things that, let me see if I can find a verse, um, verses that tickle your ears. And we can't, we can't love people that way. Just give them what they want to hear. We have to tell people the truth and we're not spreading the real gospel. Right. Right. That's so true. Yeah easier said than done too <laughs> but yes yeah. the the verse that i'm specifically talking about is from second timothy um four three for there will come a time when they will not enjoy sound doctrine but have itching ears they shall heap themselves to teachers in accordance to their own lust yeah a really powerful verse that we can all just pray over and keep in mind with whatever whatever we're listening to yeah that's so true yeah 
man, I need to study more on that verse. I, I really like that. That's good. I'm glad you brought that up. Thank you. Appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Coming back to, you know, talking about um, health and, you know, our bodies. So how do you balance the truth that God is our complete healer um, while also, you know, using these tools that he's given us? Because people can go on the flip side of like, oh, I have to do all of these things, but they forget to look to God um, or they look completely to God, but they forget that God has also given us tools to use. So how do you balance those things? Ooh, I think that we have to look at everything that God has given us as tools to heal us. Um, we obviously have to be in prayer over everything and know that, hey, God really did give us the opportunity to heal our bodies um, because all all drugs are derived from plants. Um, my family is has worked in the pharmaceutical industry for years. I have multiple family members who are very high up in multiple pharmaceutical companies. Um, and all drugs are derived from plants. So I am a huge component and lover of using herbs, uh, essential oils, things like that, because we can get so much benefit and we can know that God is our complete healer. And as our healer, he's put things in creation that will heal us and that can help us. Yeah. Oh, yes. I love that. And to be honest too, like for me, um, several years ago, it was my younger sister that was starting to go through some health issues and we were completely like, you know, only medicine or like medicine directly from like a doctor's office or Walgreens or, you know, something. And it wasn't the idea of like, okay, oils are okay. And like, you know, those, those type, like the herbs and the essential oils. And, um, but we were definitely very focused on like Western medicine and, but like God has created all these things and he has used them as tools for us to use. And so, um, even those who are listening, like if you are still using, a lot of products that have chemicals in them or, you know, really focus on like Western medicine all the time. Like, please know that God has given us these tools that we can use. And so like, pray about it, think about it, research it, you know, and um, even reach out to Gabby here. <laughs> like, yeah, definitely reach out to me and I'd love to talk about it with you. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Don't ask me because I am not the right person to ask, but <laughs> <laughs> ask her. <laughs> oh man. Okay. So um, time to wrap up because I also know you have your two little boys, but um, I also realized I didn't ask you one question in the beginning. So I'll ask you after this question, but um, what are a few easy steps that you could give to people to start living healthy lifestyles for the Lord? Ooh, okay. My first step is one to make sure that your heart is in the right place and submit it to the Lord that you want to treat your body like a temple to honor him. My second, my second tip is to include movement into your routine. Maybe you stretch for 10 minutes a day. Maybe you run for like five minutes. Maybe you're able to do like a 40 minute workout, whatever you can do, move your body. Even if it hurts in the beginning, it's going to get your synovial fluid pumping, which is a lubricant for your joints. And you're going to it's going to feel amazing. God designed us to move. And my third tip is to look at the products you're using and the foods you're eating. Uh, read the ingredients on the, on the labels of your 
beauty care. Read the ingredients on your soap, your shampoos. Read what's actually in your food and research it or come talk to me and start understanding and being an educated consumer um, so that you can start making decisions that you feel confident in mm -hmm. and that you don't just blindly buy things, but you, you buy things with the, with the power of knowledge. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, those are awesome. Three tips. Very nice. <laughs> um, and since I didn't ask you in the beginning, I can't believe I forgot this. I never forget this, but it's like one of my favorite questions. What has God been teaching you lately? Oh, I think God has been teaching me recently to ask for help. Um, and to, to really just humble myself. Um, to go to my community and trust the community around me. Um, God has given me so many friends in my life and has really pushed me and humbled me recently to ask for help and to ask for prayers. Hmm. Yeah, we all need that for sure. <laughs> Not just the mamas out there, but yeah, we all need to reach out to one another and ask for help. That's so good. Definitely. <laughs> Well, Gabby, um, where are the places that people can find you at, follow you, all that jazz? All right, so everybody can follow me on Inspiring Honey at Instagram, um, but I also really suggest going to inspiringhoney.com and checking that out. Sign up for my email list and also sign up for my text. I'll give you my number right now to join my text community because I've been hearing a lot of interesting things happening with Instagram accounts recently. So if you want to join my text community, all you have to do is text 877-497-0070 and stay in touch with me. Yay, that's awesome. Well, hey, thank you so, so much for being on the podcast, for sharing about your health journey, for being open, sharing more about your story too, and um, just being real, honest, and raw. And I know, um, you know, people need to have these type conversations and to grow. And even if they disagree, like it's good to still have these conversations. So thank you so much for taking time out of your evening to be on here. And yeah, everyone go follow her. Make sure you follow her. <laughs> <laughs> oh well thanks Gabby I appreciate it thanks so much thank you for having me <laughs>